Hi, y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life podcast, coming to you from Dallas, Texas. I have a question for you. How do you feel about the house you live in right now? Now that we are forced to spend almost every waking moment with the people in our families all the time, because we never know if we'll ever get to go back to work in a building or if we'll ever get to send our kids back to school or who knows? You're spending a lot of time in your house, right? I mean, I know we certainly are. And how do you feel about your house? Is it your dream house? Is it on your dream street? Do you have orange formica in your kitchen that you've been dying to get rid of? Do you want a new kitchen? Do you want a new spa-like master bathroom? Just to make those bubble baths at night when you need to shut everyone out for 20 minutes. Do you want to make that bathroom like a spa? Come on, you know you do. So the reason why I'm asking you this is because I can hook you up. I have been a realtor for almost 20 years, and my husband is a a remodeler. So between the two of us, we're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but cooler and married. So that's kind of creepy. I don't know. Anyway, you get the drift. We can help you with anything. You want to buy a new house? I got you. You want to sell your house? I got you. You want to get a new kitchen? We got you. You want to get a new kitchen and then sell your house for $50,000 more because you can do that, by the way? We got you. So I just wanted to put that out there that if you need help with any of these things, Scott and I would love to help you. Our passion is helping people live in their dream homes. And we have been doing this for a long time and we love it. And if you live in the Dallas area, give me a call, DM me. I put all our information in the show notes. So let me know if you need help and we would love to help you. That's all. Hi there. Welcome back to the Ace Your Life show. I'm your host, Amy Elkman. I have such a treat for you today. Today is a wonderful conversation I had with the most beautiful soul. Her name is Joe Dodd and she is fabulous. You know, when you meet those people and you know instantly, even through the internet, like we joined the same mastermind group and I knew after the first thing that she sent me, that we were going to be friends. She's just, first of all, she's British. So her accent is dreamy and she's beautiful, but also she just has the most giving, generous spirit. And she's kind of awesome. She's a bit of a rock star. So Joe is an author. She's a speaker. She's a coach. And in 2020, after a six month furlough, she took a bold leap, stepping away from a 25 year career in corporate America to launch Jotopia Productions, where she writes content that focuses on the power of positive thinking, embracing diversity and crushing fear. She's published three children's books in the last two years and is currently launching a one of a kind picture book for moms called Dear Mama with the F of Hair. I mean, how awesome is that? This book that tells 
an authentic, poignant, dark, sometimes humorous story of motherhood, which is based on Joe's journey of battling a decades-long depression. Joe's passionate about shining a light for any mama bear struggling with the ever-increasing pressures of motherhood and hopes that this book will touch their hearts and let them know that they're not alone. So look in my show notes. We have got all of her information about how to get in touch with her and to buy her book. But I got to tell you, it is such a treat. This conversation was awesome. She's so real, so beautiful. And I just can't wait for you to hear all about it and get her book. So without further ado, let's go listen to our conversation. Hi, Joe. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm great. Welcome. I'm so excited that we're getting to have this conversation. Me too. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you. I know. Ever since I met you, you've just been this. I mean, it's just like your bookshelves back there. You're just this ray of light. You just make everyone feel so warm and just cozy and yummy. And I just think you're just such a spectacular person. So I could not wait. Oh my goodness. You could also talk about all the things you've got going on. So Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. I'll have to replay that bit to my boys and my my husband. Be like, see, <laughs> on the days yes, when I'm not so sunshiny and nice. Yeah. yeah, and we could all just listen to you talk all day long with your oh, you. accent and everything. So first things first, I want you to tell me what is your favorite thing that you can't live without right now? And it can be anything. It can be a book, a podcast your lipstick it can be your breakfast whatever you just tell me that just prompted me so I right now I'm on this I I could my diet and exercise exercise could do with a a lot of help but every morning I have a bowl of oats like I make I make it myself oats flaxseed and then I have these I don't know what they're called but they're like these crunchy chocolatey flavored but they're really low sugar and everything things that you put in on top and raspberries and it's delicious with a bit of milk and that's like my every morning without fail and even this morning I was like oh I'm just gonna cheat I'm gonna have a you know some Cheerios or something and I was my brain was like no you're gonna make this like it doesn't take long to make and it's healthier and it makes me feel good so oh and is it hot is it warm no you can do it warm but like yeah. I because it's hot here in Georgia I'm just I just yeah. put the milk in and I probably could you know I could do the almond milk and all of that but yeah. I like milk so <laughs> okay that's amazing and I love it because it seems like everyone I ask has either their favorite coffee or their favorite food I've I've, okay. I've interviewed is like oh I, I put this in my coffee or I don't know but everybody yeah. that's just the first thing that pops in their head so I love mm-hmm. that okay I want to get the recipe and we'll put it in the show notes for all awesome. of them. yeah I love a new breakfast idea and I'm not really a big breakfast eater but I'm trying to start doing that because I think yeah I'm the same like I never really used to eat that much and I just grab a bowl of cereal and then it was yeah. like well, cereal is making me crash because it's yeah. so sugary and then I don't know how I got onto this, but I love it. And it really is like, it's like raspberries and chocolate, like yeah. that's right? <laughs> but it's healthy. Yeah. Like, well, is that... it cocoa nibs? Is that what they call no, it? It's not cocoa nibs. It's or whatever. It's not kashi. It's something like that, but it's like, it, it's not sweet, but it tastes like yeah. dark chocolate. And um, I'll have to get, I'll, I'll give it to you so you can put it in yeah, the show. You'll link it to me later. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, okay. Well, I am excited to hear about all the things you've got going on. I know that you've, first of all, you're an author. Yes. So I'd love for you to tell just a little bit about your story, about 
what made you start writing these wonderful books and your latest book that you have coming up and just all the fun stuff that you have going on. So just share that with us if you don't. Thank you. Yeah. So I initially wrote three children's books and I've published all three. I've self-published and that was all came just so quickly. I, I got furloughed in 2020. And before that I was in this nearly 25 year career with corporate America where I just kept like moving and moving. I, I actually was telling somebody this story the other day. It was funny. Like I started off as an intern. I came over from England to um, a big hotel and I was an intern making these massive vats of coleslaw. Like that's all I did. And I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? And ended up staying. I, I ended up, you know, getting married. My now husband, like we've been together 26 years and we have a 25 year old son. And, but I was like, ingrained in like just that hamster wheel of like I've got to get the next job now I need to get the next job and so it was just this climb 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 from like making vats of coleslaw and then my last job was leading a small learning and development team with the same company but I always knew like I had this like knowing that I wasn't that I wasn't doing what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason like I knew in my mind like I had it I was just like I'm going to publish a children's book and I just kept saying that. And in fact, like in meetings when, you know, you have like an icebreaker and they'll say, give us something that, you know, something shocking or something that that's not the norm. And I'd always say like the last few times I say, I'm going to publish a children's book. And I had no idea what, it, you know, yeah. um, what it was. But then it started like once I started saying that, then the story started coming to me. And so, yeah, I in 2020, when I got furloughed, I was like, well, now's my time to write this book that I can't yeah, got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> yeah. So I found an illustrator. She was actually my coach at the time, Jennifer Novak Landers, and it was great. And she illustrated all three of my children's books. And the first one is Tilly Toad's Heavy Load. Um, they're actually behind me. Um, yeah. And then the other two I wrote with my two younger sons. So one is We All Like Different Things, and that's A-OK with me. And that one is more about like embracing our differences. And and then the last one that we just published is Take That Fear, which is all about making fear your friend. And it was just, I don't know, that was just fun to like do that and and do it with my boys as well. And like have that process of like, wow, we're publishing books together and, you know, doing interviews. My Like for the We All Like Different Things one, my youngest son, Joseph, and I were on Good Morning America online. Like we got interviewed and he was like, what nine years old at the time then and just like having this conversation and being interviewed and this is a child that like would not raise his hand in class so it was pretty pretty amazing but yeah that all came and then I had in my heart like okay I've published these children's books but really I wanted to be speaking to mums and I had thought about starting writing more of like a self-help book for mums kind of based on my journey of like not taking care of myself and coming through a pretty hard depression to kind of give tips of like, here's what I wouldn't do, you know, like if I could redo this. And I suddenly stopped and thought, and I was like, if I'm writing this book for someone like me, I don't have time to sit and read a book. Like I really don't have time to to do that right now. Yeah. But then it just came, I was like, why don't I write a picture book for moms? <laughs> Perfect. And it was like, Wow. And then it all kind of, you know, just snowboard. I was like, it's, you know, it's time that I get tucked into bed. I want a bedtime story. Like this is my time. And so I found a friend of a friend who's now become a really good friend is, is the illustrator, Sarah Lovell. 
And she's just made like I wrote the poem just came out of me, dear mama, and it's dear mama bear with the effed up hair. I mean, it's it's got a shock value to it. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. So but yeah, it's like it's right here. So this is the book, and it's just uh, the illustrations are just absolutely beautiful, and it goes so nicely with the poem. And I just think it's a, it's it's funny in places. It's dark in places it's poignant it's but it's an authentic story of motherhood and <laughs> what it's like to, our life every day yeah, yeah. yeah like it can be really high high and amazing and it can also be the shittiest day of your life you know? right. I know and it happens within 24 hours pretty much every day of your life <laughs> exactly. if anyone says they're not living that life then they're lying because so yeah I mean, it's just the that's just the way it is but Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is just fascinating. So your boys helped you write. I did not know that part. That is so beautiful. And that they yeah. got part of the whole, I mean, good morning, America. Good Lord. That's amazing. <laughs> it was, it was really cool the way that came around. Yeah. And, and Joseph has some learning disabilities and writing is hard and reading is hard. And so it was really fun to do that with him because really it's, I mean, it's a poem and to be fully transparent, like the majority of the poem I wrote, but he helped me with like, it was, the idea was his, it was like, he came up with the phrase, we all like different things and that's a-okay with me. And it's lovely because it's based on our family and like, I'm in an interracial marriage, our boys are mixed. So we're all different, but we all like different things and that's okay. And so like, it, it was beautiful the way it came together. And it made him realize that he can tell a story. He doesn't have to be this amazing, like, pen to paper writer. He can tell a story and that's still being an author and writing. So now he's writing, like, we're doing this chapter book for, for young kids called, um, what's he called? The Boomer and Rang, The Secret Adventures of Boomer and Rang, The Incredible Time Traveling Twins. And, like, he's got this. I mean, it's like the stories he comes up with in his mind. I'm like, okay. So like, you know, we, we're writing that and it's just encouraged him to, like he really has grown so much with his confidence over the years. It's just been amazing. Yeah. And just, they're so young. What is it? And he's, um, he's 10. 10 now. Yeah. yeah he's 10. So yeah. he is not encumbered. Un he's just unencumbered by all the, oh, will anyone like this? Will it sell? Will it pop? All that stuff. He's just Very writing because it's fun. And yeah idea that he had and you're like yes let's, let's do it let's do it yeah yeah it's so great have done that when you were 10 I know <laughs> yeah. said, oh honey let's go let's do, do it. it yeah we had yeah it's just we, amazing we had a book signing party and and we did it in our local you know clubhouse and we got two um he got interviewed by two local tv company you know, tv um news shows and the same thing, I was like, ooh, you know, I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, what's he going to say? Or what's, you know, is he going to be okay? And literally, I just turned around and I saw him just chatting with this guy. And I was like, perfect. Like, it was just. Of course, he's fine. We're the yeah. ones who make all the, yeah, the worries. Exactly. The we worry. He was okay. totally fine. This was like, easy. It's just yeah. to somebody else. I know. Oh, <laughs> I that is so great. And so now you have four boys. So my audience is mostly moms. Mm-hmm this whole podcast is about infusing joy into your day. It's also geared towards a lot of moms who their babies are growing up and they're moving out and they're, what do I do with my life now? You know, yeah. like I, I've been a mom for 20 my, years and now yeah. all of a sudden they're all moving on. I've done my job with that. Now, what do I do? Right. So I love that you are just really, I mean, you're still working corporate, mm -hmm. 
but then you're also doing this on the side, which is just really feeding your creativity. And oh, I just, mm -hmm. yeah, that was it. And that's a big thing for me. Like I, I actually stepped fully away and then had some things happen, you know, life happens. And honestly, it was with, I have, my oldest is 25. My youngest is 10. So we've kind of got both going on. Like, I'm like, I've done the twice now I've done the like, okay, off to college or off, you know, moving out. Yes. And then we've still got two in like, you know, elementary and middle school. And I did step away fully. And then we had some stuff happen. So I was like, you know what, I need that security for me right now for my mental health to not, you know, the hustle of being a new entrepreneur and all of that was was pretty hard. Um, so I do like a contract role right now, 30 hours a week, and then I'm doing the authoring and um, and coaching as well. And that's what I love to do is like, so my company, I founded you know, just because I was like, it's fun. Like, that's my thing is like, what lights me up? What makes me happy? That's where I need to focus. And so I called my company Jotopia. And that's what the sun's all about behind me because the dot of the eye of Jotopia is a sun and everything's yellow and orange because for me, that brings me happiness. Yeah. And for me, the sun is a reminder that even on my darkest days, I can find the sun, I can find some joy. And now I like, I love to coach women on, well, I found Jotopia. And again, it's not, it's not a place, but it's a mindset of how do I get that joy in my day? Yes. And so I coach women on like, okay, let's find the you in your utopia. Like, what does it look like for you? What does bring you joy? What colors, what smells, what sounds, like what type of music? So that when you do have those moments where you're like, oh, I can't take it. Like you have your tools of like, for me, it's 80s music. I'll whack on some 80s music yeah. and <laughs> It'll change know, or just go walk out in the grass or yeah. go a, a jog well that would not be joyful for me but me either <laughs> started last year I started roller skating with my friends we all bought oh, wow. on Amazon mine are leopard with red wheels they oh, are good. so extra that's so cool this beautiful lake that we live near and we go out there and we roller skate we're all all of us I don't think there are any of us less than 50 I think everyone is 50 plus and I love that best time we've all wiped out one girl her wheel fell off one time and the cops had to come and help us and it was so <laughs> crying laughing we're like oh my god we're huh? what are oh, we doing totally. we're crazy but it's oh, so fun and it's never too late never and I don't know what happens it's like we we grow up and then we kind of forget all the things that made us yeah. happy when we were little yeah forget that we're creative beings that we're supposed yeah. to create things and not just be in corporate America and wiping bottoms and like <laughs> diapers yeah soccer schedules I mean there's so much more to our lives and our being than that and we forget all that so I'm here to like be the biggest cheerleader mm -hmm. like come on y'all let's what, what lights you up like what makes you happy and I, I love, love that. that you're doing all that too so that's yeah it's so important because it's I mean and that's honestly what the whole mama bear book is about it's like it's my story. I completely lost myself mm -hmm. to everything you just said, you know, and it was, and, and I know I'm not alone in that. And it's like, it wasn't until, you know, two years ago that I started writing. I used to love music. Like music was a huge part of who I was and I just let that go. And so now it is, I'm, I'm like you, I'm having so much fun figuring out 
what makes me I just took up tennis and, and I like it's the scariest thing ever because oh, all yeah. the women, like they're in their early 30s and they're really fit and like hitting and oh, I'm just yeah. get, I'm gonna suck it but but it's fun like I'm I'm having fun learning a new sport and it's like I don't know it's the, when you find those moments of joy then it kind of becomes addictive to be like all right what's next like you're roller skating I love yes. that it's like what can I do next I mean yeah. three years ago during COVID I discovered meditation which mm. I am like the biggest, like I have got a lot of energy and I don't ever <laughs> slow down. So that was a really tough one for me, but I knew that yeah. it was all you hear about from everyone in the world, every successful person in the world, yes. they all, and that's where you get your downloads and that's where you get, you know, better sleep. And it's yes. like their extra hour of sleep and it's just the best thing ever, but it's you, you, you're never too old to try these new things. And Oh. So many people think, oh gosh, you know, I'm, I'm late forties, I'm 50, or even I'm in my thirties and I have all these kids. I can't start anything new, but it only takes five minutes a day Absolutely. to kind of focus on yeah. wait, what do I really want to do today? Or how do I want to feel today? That's my big That's the key. Yeah. Feel, and what can I do for five minutes that will just give me a little joy and that will bring that feeling. And that's, that's what I love too. Right. Is the, yeah. Is the, what do I want to feel like? I love that. I set an intention, like I'll, you know, today I embrace joy and it's like, all right, so what am I doing? And like full transparency this morning I had, I was like, I was so mad because yes. my son had like forgotten something yes. and I found myself just being like so angry. And this was uh -huh. like half an hour before I'd done a meditation and I'd said, I'm going to embrace joy. But the difference was normally that would have been it for the day. I would have been just a monster for the whole day, pissed off, angry, you know. And then I suddenly remembered, I was like, what am I doing? Like, so what? He forgot something. Like, I forget things all the time. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And it got me out of it. Yeah. And I think it was because the meditation for me has been a huge part of just kind of calming down that craziness in me. Yes. <laughs> and not feeling so like manic. Yeah. I used to just always be rushing, never sat down, even, and I, for me, now this is just me, but <laughs> when I had kids, I felt like, because for a while I was a stay-at-home mom, I didn't do any work or anything. I just stayed at home for, I mean, until like my middle one was one. So I guess really not that long, but I just remember thinking I have to be constantly proving myself. Yes. So, can prove that it's okay for me to not earn a paycheck. Like I need to really make everybody realize how invaluable I am. I am. Right. I can't even remember like my husband would come home from work and I would be, you know, maybe not doing anything. And I would just grab a rag and start like wiping down the counters really quickly. <laughs> like, oh God, he needs to be in action. Or else, I don't know, what am I going to get fired? I don't know. Like I just thought I wanted to like prove myself. Uh, now I'm like, what an idiot. Like right. just the way you everyone is pulling their weight everyone's doing their best like yeah yeah but it's yeah it's funny what we do I do the same thing like my next book is going to be stepping away from Supermom because I think we all slip into that role so easily and I like when I started you know when I got myself a coach and I had this coaching relationship at the very beginning I was talking like that I was like oh you know I just have all these things to do and I it you know, all these plates I'm spinning and da, 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 da. And I think I'd said super mom a couple of times and my coach like just calmed me down. And she was like, 
you realize you can take off that super super mom outfit right and I looked at her and I was like what she's like that's a that's something you've put on you can take it off you don't have to be super mom um, and I was like well I don't like I didn't know how to not be super mom you know and I was like but I've got all these plates like how can I and she was like well what if one falls and I was like they can't they cannot fall like there is not one plate that can fall she's like could you give it to someone else and this was like really key for me because she's like, well, what about your husband? Could you give him a plate? And it's really horrible that this is what I said. But I was like, well, I suppose, you know, it would be fine if one fell and crashed. Because like, <laughs> I'm just like assuming that's that he'll what happened. <laughs> I, I gave him a plate. Like, I know. But that's like that my control of like everything having to be perfect and my way because I was super mom and I could get uh-huh. it all done. And then I was like, who, what, what the fuck? Like, why am yeah. I doing this? And yeah. so what, like he, and he, he's the type of husband, he'll take it and he'll do a great job. It's, and then he's, he would say that he's like, just ask me, yeah, but yeah. don't expect me to do it your way because just because you're, you know, and so now we have this great relationship where I've kind of like backed off. I'm like, yeah, go do it. Yeah. <laughs> and but, it makes you like realize that, I mean, that's such look, I'm exactly the same way. And I always thought I was like this laid back, yeah. beachy girl, like, oh, I don't care about anything. Meanwhile, I'm controlling the shit out of everything. And like, I'm like, oh, okay. I got to get up and then I got to do this and that and that. And then I got to get this one here and that and, and have like five minutes for a shower. And did yeah, really? I mean, like I what happens if you don't like have the perfect whatever out yeah. Or this party that you're going to with the whole family. I mean, you know, just all that stupid stuff. Yeah. It so doesn't matter. Go. Yeah. And just letting your husband, not letting, <laughs> but, that was, yeah. but just letting go of the control totally. and allowing other people. Like I used to also when I, when they were little is just try to do everything. So I could again, earn my keep. Yeah. And I was teaching them to be helpless. Like yes, they oh wouldn't, God. of course they would forget everything. Cause I didn't expect them to do anything. Cause I was doing it all right. Like, Same thing. It took me forever to get them to make their own lunches. Yeah. And my friend was like, Amy, they're old enough to make all, all three of them can make their lunches. And I was like, Oh my God. Right. It's gonna, I, okay, yeah. I'm gonna make them make their lunches and I'm going to go take a bath exactly that's so similar and that's exactly like I do now I'm like I'm like don't disturb me for 30 minutes unless the house is on fire or something like I'm taking a bath and it's the same thing like I had like taking out the trash doing that you like they can do all these things and and the washing the laundry I'm like do your own laundry like they should that's how they learn that's how we to these independent humans they're gonna be just crippled and we're gonna be like well they are because this is what we raised them to be like I mean exactly that's the funny thing was was I used to get so resentful like I was so resentful all the things that I had to do and I didn't it didn't hit me that like you can actually let go of half of those things you know and And the story of this is my own fault it's right I made this monster and I need to just kill it I need to take off the cape and just be that's one of my things it's like just take off the cape and just be and just be means be anything like just just let it go. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be as still. Be still. That is one of my hardest things, but I am learning. And I don't know if you listened, Rupert Spira and Kathy did this podcast. Did you listen to that? I one? haven't heard it yet. I've heard people talking about it. So I need to of course, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is old British dude. He's going to be so boring, whatever. <laughs> he started talking and I was hooked. 
I mean, he just talked about, you don't have to do anything. You just need to be. Mm. It. And even when you're meditating or whatever, you just tap into nothing really. Yeah. Just not even breathing, just being. And being. I was like, that sounds crazy, but then <laughs> you've been doing it. And it's like, my even just since I heard that podcast and listened to him say that, in the last three days, so many synchronicities, so many good things have happened. Really? I'm not so frantically. Wow. Crazy. So I just love when stuff like that happens. I just want to scream it from the rooftop. Like, please, everybody just put the, take the cape off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down. And of course, I'm preaching to myself. I mean, I've got a million things going on still, but. I love that you're, you're writing a book about that. It's so Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I just feel really passionate about it. It's, you know, it's the same yeah. it, and it is, it's, they say you write the books that you need to read. And like every single book I've written is something to do with like my story and like what I still need to learn or I'm learning. <laughs> so. Yeah. I made a whole podcast about it. <laughs> I'm still like every day I'm like, Ooh, that was that I, every week I do. So I started out by just doing a podcast and then I started having these like real life situations come up and I would just grab my phone and record it. Ah. And I call them real life quickies, which my oh. husband was like, mm, <laughs> but whatever. And it's all about like, cause I'm fascinated by human beings in general, but also fascinated by how people work through their problems mm. or like when you have a real, tell me how you do it tactically in a real life situation. I don't want to hear, I don't want to read a book and do all the right. like, I don't want to take a course. I just want to hear like, literally, how did you get through this? Yeah. So I, I started doing that. And I, and it's so funny. People listen to those more than the ones that I prepare and like interview and do all this stuff. They love those quick, just like five minute, you know, this is what happened. This is what I did. I don't know if it was right, but this is how I did it. And That's awesome. That's really good though. Cause that, like you said, it's giving like you know, this worked for me, try it or, you know, like, or it didn't work for me. Right. A lot of them are like, this is how I should not have done this. (laughs) Good luck. Don't do this when you have this problem or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love it. So tell me about your stuff that you have coming up because you have a lot of really exciting things coming up with your, well, just yeah hopefully so I'm so the book launch the the it's on, on pre-order right now and the book is launching on September the 20th so that's my first big like hurdle that was another thing too is kind of stepping away from the like wanting that to be perfect like because there are so many ways you can do book launches and for the other three I like really researched it and I got into it. and for this one for some reason I was getting so anxious about it that I just had to step back and go you know what I'm just focusing on the fact that this book is going to help mums and like they're going to enjoy it and leave it at that but the other part of that was I am like I am so proud of this book that I really want to celebrate myself for writing it and that was something that I never used to do I could never celebrate me I could celebrate everybody else and plan a big party and all of that but I would never like take the time and even when I published my first book I didn't stop. I didn't, it was like onto like, all right, now I've got to sell this many copies and now I've got to write the next one. And And so with this one, yeah. So with this one, I'm like, I'm going to throw a big ass party. I'm going to really go for it. (laughs) So I don't know yet. I'm still, it's annoying because I'm trying to get all the details. Uh, I'm trying to look, you know, get the hotel down and all of that. And I still haven't heard back. So by, uh, hopefully by the end of next week, I'll know, but December the 1st or the 8th, one of the two I'm looking at, 
my goal is to have like just a big party where I, you know, I get to celebrate my book, but then I want to bring in other women, other entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs to celebrate them. Like I want us all to get together. And I just see it as like a, like a fireside chat type of thing where I'll be talking and then I'll interview, you know, have a panel of women. I'd love for you to come if you want to come, you know. Oh, that would be so great. I would love that. <laughs> you know, and like, I just see it as a big celebration of like, what did we do this year that we're really proud of? And it doesn't have to be massive, but just something that you, I think it's so important, particularly moms to take a step back and celebrate those wins and, and have some time for them, you know, for themselves to celebrate. So I'm doing, I'm planning that. And then on the back end of that, I'm going to do a VIP retreat where it's just like, all right, let's just enjoy like, like massages and, and all the things, oh. breath work and meditation and just like it's been a year, let's celebrate and then let's relax and then just like look forward, not and not about like planning for next year, but yeah. what are we looking forward to? Like, what are we going to go into the new year with? Like what intention, how do we want to feel in the new year type of thing? Oh my God, I love this. This is just magic. It's awesome. <laughs> and you're in Atlanta, so it'll be in Atlanta. It will. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. I, I wish I had all the stuff together, yeah. but by the time this comes out, maybe you'll know more. And if not, I'll yeah. just keep popping it into the show notes. So everybody will have access to it. So that'll be great. Yeah. That's, that's um, it's exciting to pull together. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just fun to do something I haven't done before. I've never done an event like that. So we'll see where it goes. Oh, and it'll be so, I think it's so wonderful when women come together in community. I mean, that's how you and I met. Yeah. It's just so amazing because for some reason, culture makes us like judge each other. Totally. Like, oh, well, she did this, but oh, yep. that's, she had this and she has this. And I hate that. I and hate that too. That is just doing nothing for women except tearing mm -hmm. each other down. And if we could just all come together and support each other and be proud of each other, it's amazing. Even just in the retreat where we left. I've made so many friends. Yeah. Everyone is so just gracious and kind and has so many different ways of ex like expertise. Yeah. Oh yeah. How many different people were at that retreat? There were doctors, there were authors, there were coaches, there were podcasters. I mean, yeah. everybody, some Anyone. people didn't do anything. Some people right. moms and or not even moms just right. Just that. Yeah. It's just wonderful to hear from everyone and how we all have the same struggles we all go through the same shit yeah that's yeah it has it's but that's been the most refreshing thing for me this year is going I went on I've been on two retreats and both of them it's just you've just I've just expanded my friend circle to this like mm -hmm. massive group of women like you said that just like I know and we've you know we've only met once but like I know I could call you and be like Amy I'm really struggling with this and like we talk through it and you could do the same with me and it's like in the corporate world, while I do have some good friends that I made in in the corporate world, there's so much more of a, you know, like crabs in a bucket type of thing, right? Like it's, the, you know, like there's one job and everybody's going for it. And I think it's just it's just a competitive area, arena where you're just, you know, yes, you make good friendships, but you're also competing to like be the best. Whereas this, it's just like the more women I meet that are like, doing the things that bring them joy, then they're happy for you when you're doing something that brings you joy. And it's just a knock on effect and just beautiful, you know, relationships are formed where we all support each other and we all like want to help, like make these events go well and just show up for each other, which is, I've never experienced that. And I think it's lovely. It's I really know. Nice. And I feel like 
it used to be like that when like way back in the day, like even before our mom's time, our grandmothers, mm-hmm. you know, they, everyone lived in villages and you all support each other. And it was a badge of honor to be a grandparent. It wasn't yeah. for pain. You were actually, you had a lot of information to teach everybody and you had a purpose and yeah. it's not like that anymore. We're also separate all over the place, but that's, what's so beautiful about the internet. I mean, you know, you can say what you want about social media. And I always tell all my girls, I'm like, listen, every Friday, unfollow Friday and just oh. making you feel bad. Get huh. rid of it. I love that. Only fill your social media thread with people who make you feel good. And yeah. there are so many out there. Like it's, I mean, um, I could never, ever, ever, you know, go through everything of all the people that I've added that are just beautiful and wonderful. And and if, you know what, if it's a 20 year old and she's in her little outfit and she's like, doesn't have anything in common with me, I just get rid of her. Cause right. <laughs> I don't need to, you know, I don't need to compare myself to that. Exactly. But so cool that you can meet people now through the internet. It can be what you're craving. It I doesn't see. have to be in your neighborhood. I mean, some oh. people far away and they don't have, or they have like little bitty towns and they, but everybody's got a phone. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the internet pretty much. So yeah. Get, yeah. I would, I, we should all be able to, to do this, which exactly. I love. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's so many people doing it now, like so many women in particular are like starting their own thing and, and within their community forming like little groups and things to do. So yeah, I would highly encourage like any type of gathering where it's like women doing something that's creative like find something that that you love to do like even those like sip and paint things or whatever it's called you know like the things like that like get out and do something that makes you happy and you're going to meet tons of people that like like the like the same thing and then then you've got friends forming so yeah a year ago I started a book club because I'm obsessed with personal development obviously I know or yeah. two and I was reading all these books and I was telling all my friends about it and they were so sick of hearing about it and I was like you know what I'm just gonna start a book club Good for you. So I did I was so nervous right why but I was like freaked out like oh nobody's gonna come and they're gonna think it's stupid and am I crazy whatever this was kind of what started my whole journey into podcasting because that's amazing did this and then And then there were like four girls and then I would get messages on the internet, like on Instagram, people who were local would be like, Hey, can I join your book? Oh, wow. That's Um, of course. (laughs) We meet at this place and we have breakfast and we just, sometimes we talk about the book. Sometimes we don't even talk about the book. We just talk about like school starting or Christmas coming up or whatever. Right. Right. It's just like ladies coming together yeah, and realizing that we're all going through the same shit and we yeah. just need to be able to not put on our pretty face and pretend like everything's always perfect. That's, and yeah. That's the key. That is the yeah. whole key. That is what, that's my whole thing. That's what the book is about. It's like, stop trying to pretend that everything's perfect because nobody has a perfect life. And like you said at the beginning, if they are, they're lying. Like <laughs> there's something, everyone so has lying. something. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that I got my hair washed today. That was a big deal. Like, you know, right before this, I was like, okay, it's been a week. Right. That's I got to take the hat off. It's time. So I actually don't normally have my hair drawn, you know, blown out, but hey, gave me a good excuse. So (laughs) that's what like we, one of the thing, one of the pages in the book is, is Dear Mama Bear with the pink hat hair. And there is a, there's a story behind that. 
because I have this iconic now pink hat that the boys knew when mum's wearing that hat, don't go near her. Like <laughs> that means I haven't washed my hair in days. Like, no. it's, like hats on, like, all right. Oh she's- yeah. That's day four or five for me. That's yeah. like, yeah, that was this morning really yeah. until about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and I thought, can I do a Zoom interview with this hat on? <laughs> Maybe not. So I ran really quickly and took a shower. So I feel I got all pretty for you, but I mean, that's okay. And I'm from the deep South. I'm from Louisiana where Mm. you really needed to wear makeup. Right. And like put on a cute outfit to go to the grocery store. Like that's how I was raised. Right. And then I moved to Dallas, which you think would be the same, but it's not. And Mm -hmm. it is so great because I feel like I can go anywhere, anytime looking, however, that's awesome. Hey, you know, you see people are like, whatever. I mean, it's just culturally fine. I and love I love that. it. Yeah. But <laughs> then also, obviously, occasionally we want to look cute and oh, yeah. do our makeup and feel fresh. Yes. I mean, it's nice <laughs> when we do that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, I'm so excited that we got to meet and talk. I mean, this was so fun. And will you please tell everyone um, where they can find you and all that good stuff. All the things. Yeah. So my, um, on Instagram, I'm at living in Jotopia and my website is the same living in Um, and that's where all the info is about the books and the coaching, um, and the book you can find all of the books are on Amazon, but they also should be anywhere that you buy a book. So while they're not in bookshops yet, you could actually go to a bookshop and ask, which I've been saying on the podcast, like I dare someone, I really want someone to walk into a bookshop and say, I'd like to order a copy of Dear Mama Bear with the effed up hair <laughs> and see the reaction because they should Why be not? in the system. So yeah, yeah. and it should be in their store. Yes, exactly. They should, they should have it like front row. That's right. Exactly. Is that just the most magical feeling? Like when you walk into a bookstore and there's your book that you, I mean, that's your baby. I mean, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Is that just. To be honest, I haven't actually had one. I've had, well, I have in England. So my, one of my best friends owns a bookshop in England. And so I've seen my book because she's so lovely that, you know, of course she, she put my book in on the shelf and she's, you know, she, she's had a couple in there. So I've seen it. And that, that in itself was like a moment where I was like, wow, but I haven't actually like in the States, I haven't like I've sold, you know, well online, but I haven't actually had any in bookshops yet. So that's my next goal is to be able to walk in without having yeah. It's happening. I mean, yeah. you're going to be all over Barnes and Nobles and Target and all that good stuff. I can feel it. I mean, just with everything that you're doing and your attitude and your just beautiful disposition, it is already done. You're just going to like, I can't wait to see it all just unfold for you so beautifully. Thanks so much. All my girls are going to go buy the book and I'm obviously going to go buy the book. It's going to be amazing. So... Thank you so much for meeting with me and having this great conversation. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. I've loved it. Thanks so much. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. If you are still here for sticking around, I think we might be new best friends. And Also, I know how important and precious your time is, so I can't tell you how much it means to me that you spend it with me. 
So thank you for that. If you could do me a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. Also, I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you could leave a review, that would mean the world to me and tell me what you'd liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to hear more of. And that would just help me so much in the future. So thank you so much for that. Please follow me at Amy Elkman on Instagram and Facebook. And that is spelled A-I-M-E-E-E-L-K-M-A-N. And if you really liked what you heard today and you want to hear more, please join my free Facebook group. It's called the Ace Your Life Facebook group. And it's at Amy Elkman on Facebook. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Love y'all. Do you get so excited when a new podcast comes out because you know after you listen to it, your whole day is going to be better? And did you know that that comes out twice a week, which is actually quite a lot for a podcast, but it's only twice a week. What if you could have me in your pocket every single day of the week, helping you, guiding you, telling you funny stories, and just helping you to ace your life? Well, this is something that I am doing, and it's for very special people in my community. And if you are interested in finding out more information about it, it's going to be a container of ladies who want to work with me one-on-one. And I've put a link below that you can click on just to do a quick little call and see if it's something that would work for you. And I would love to talk to you about it. So go check it out. And if you are interested in having me in your pocket all day long, let me know.